Yesterday we talked about isolation, how the narcissist isolates you from all the people in your life. Today we're going to talk about some more ways that narcissists isolate you from yourself. So let's get started. My name is AJ Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. So if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. So like I said, yesterday we talked about how narcissists isolate us from the people in our lives so that they can get more control over us. But we also get isolated from ourselves and I promised you another video on that. So here I am to deliver. Part of the reason that narcissists want to take us from ourselves is because they kind of want us to lose our sense of identity. They kind of want us to lose the ability to dictate our own sense of reality. So I'm going to share with you eight different ways that they do this. Starting with number one, which is simply they isolate us from our friends and our family. They might not say, you can't go be with your friends and family, but they initially charm these people and they make these people like them. And they say, oh, that's a cool person. I like those people. Those are great people. But over time, they insert little comments. They might do it by saying something like, you know, that person is really shallow. Or, you know, your friend has been flirting with me since the moment we met. Things like that. And then what are you going to do if your friend is flirting with your person? You're probably going to stop talking to that friend or at least have an argument with the friend that could lead to isolation. Eventually, the narcissist who is successful and sophisticated at their manipulation will have you turned against most people in your life. Then they use intermittent reinforcement against you. Now we've talked about this before. See, because the thing is narcissists, they're really hard to live with, right? But there are moments in your relationship where you actually find yourself kind of happy. And, and so what the narcissist does is initially they bring all the happy and you're happy and you're happy. And it's almost like a drug where you're looking for that happy, happy, happy thing again. And so the narcissist occasionally gives you a couple of crumbs of happy, right? And because that felt so good, you want more of that. So you keep going toward the happy. It's confusing because they have these opposite extremes. They're super great to you one day and the next day they're treating you like you don't matter, like you're dirt on the bottom of their shoe. Over time, this becomes more and more dirt on the bottom of the shoe and less and less super happy. You see what I'm saying? But eventually you become willing to isolate yourself because you notice that when you spend time around other people, the narcissist gives you the dirt on the bottom of the shoe treatment. And when you don't, it seems like they might give you less or at least they don't give you as much of it, of the negativity. But then over time, that becomes no longer an issue because they've already isolated you. So then other things come into play. It's an ongoing cycle and it's horrible and it's painful. Another thing that narcissists do is they start to train you early. So for example, they might tell you, my ex was so stupid and lazy. They never did a single dish in their life. Well, then you begin to do the dishes. And then 10 years in, when you don't do the dishes, what do they do? They go, you're just like my ex. But when they tell you those things about their ex or they tell you, I really don't like it when, for example, couples talk to their family or their friends about their relationship. They teach you upfront not to do those things, not to seek support. You know, they'll say things like, oh, you know, it's between the two people in the relationship. I can't believe people do that. Or, oh, somebody else will get in the middle of the relationship if we do that. And then over time, again, you become further isolated. Or they'll say their ex did something horrible to them. They cheated on them. They did whatever. And that's why they're so possessive and jealous. And they always use that as an excuse. Oh, you, you know my history. You know why I can't tolerate this behavior or that behavior. So you have this idea that you're keeping these secrets because you're trying to make that person trust you and love you and back up to their intermittent reinforcement. If you guys stay together and you do the thing, you'll be happier, right? Well, 
over time, what happens is that you become further emotionally isolated and then you think nobody in the world could possibly understand what you're going through. They take you away. This is the next one. They take you away from your passions and your hobbies. So for example, maybe it's a matter of you love to paint. You go to this paint group every Thursday and then one day your narcissist says, are you having an affair with your painting instructor? Are you having an affair with that person I saw getting out of the car over there at that painting place? Even if it's not a fair, they'll say, oh, you care more about that than you care about me. And again, over time, you give up everything that you love in order to allow that person to feel more secure in themselves or to feel better about what they're doing with their lives or whatever. They'll tell you, you know, whatever you like is stupid, not good enough. Whatever they like is the best stuff. You should like what they like. They belittle the things you love. You know, they tell you if you have some small internet company, you're just playing on the computer. Or if you're blogging, they'll say, nobody's going to read that crappy right anyway, whatever it is. They take away from us the things that make us who we are, the things that shape our soul, the things that nourish us. We start to lose who we are. We lose our sense of self. We become literally what they want us to be, which is almost an extension of them. We become a shell of who we're supposed to be. This of course makes us even choicer targets of abuse. We become literally the ideal narcissistic supply when we lose ourselves completely. They stop us from making friends. This is the next one. They won't allow us to make new friends, especially friends of the same or opposite sex, whatever we're into. But even in some cases, they'll accuse you of being gay or straight, whichever you're not, when or if you have a platonic friend. And beyond that, they'll say you care more about that person than me, that person's a jerk, blah, blah, blah. Again, they isolate you from other friends that so you can't have your old friends, can't have your family, and you most certainly cannot have new friends. Of course, when you come out on the other side of that and you have no friends, guess what they do then? Oh yeah, they call you a big loser. They're like, ah, nobody likes you anyway. You don't have any friends. See? So that further isolates you, that further makes you feel bad about yourself, tears your self-esteem down and takes you away from yourself. Then they try to sabotage your career. Maybe it's because they say you're not paying enough attention to them or maybe it's because they say, oh, you don't have to work. You can stay home and take care of the kids or I need someone to take care of me or the house or whatever. It's all about not getting attention in most cases and about controlling you because if you don't have any money, you can't leave. You can't run away. If you're dependent upon them, they have more control over you. You lose your ability to do for yourself financially. And then even if you decide, okay, I'm going to work from home. I'm going to do my own thing. Again, they tear you down about that. Or they might even directly personally make it not happen. They might intentionally sabotage anything you try to do in order again, to keep you under control and take you away from yourself. They gaslight you. That's the next thing. And we've talked about gaslighting a lot on this channel. It's where they try to make you think you're crazy. It's where they try to teach you that you don't see reality for what it is. They tell you that you need help. They do everything they can to break you. And then you're left going, wait a minute, maybe I am the crazy one. You stop trusting yourself. You try, you stop trusting your intuition, your own senses. And then guess what? You look to the narcissist for the answers because they're, they've been the one telling you the whole time that you're the problem. They will move stuff around. That's more of a gaslight, like an official old fashioned gaslight thing like the movie. But sometimes they will literally move your keys around. They'll move something around. They'll change stuff. Watch my video on gaslighting. They'll say you did something you didn't do or you didn't do something you did do. They'll say you have a big stupid nose and you'll say back to them, you just told me I have a big stupid nose. And they'll say, I didn't say that. They literally do whatever they can to make you feel crazy. They'll tell you that you need help. Look at you. You're insane. How could you possibly have anything to offer me or my blah, 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 blah. 
And then sometimes they're going to embarrass you in front of people to the point that you don't want to be around other people. The final thing they do to manipulate and abuse you and isolate you from yourself is they'll go into your phone or your computer or your iPad or whatever and they'll go through all your stuff. They'll pick it apart. They'll say, who's this person? Who's that person? Why would you say this in a message? And what's this all about? And what number is that? They'll either do this out of blatant jealousy or they don't trust you or they'll say something like, well, you're on that phone all the time. You, ne I need to know what you're doing in there. They will threaten to break it. They will threaten to just basically disconnect you even further from the whole world. Sometimes your phone is the only thing you have to keep you connected to the world outside of the narcissist. And if they find that to be a problem, my friend, you know what happens. They're going to do whatever they can to destroy it. This brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you experienced isolation from a narcissist from yourself? And how did that feel? Share your thoughts, share your ideas, and share your experiences in the comment section below and let's talk about it. Make sure you take a look at the videos I'm leaving for you right here and right here and let's continue on this healing journey together. Hit that subscribe button right there and I'll see you in my next video. As always, thanks so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life and hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon.